Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Wednesday, March 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. This is an issue of grave importance for the future of our country. That's Prime Minister Theresa May speaking in Parliament after her revised Brexit deal failed. We'll have the FT's Jim Pickard explain what that means. Also today, the FAA comes under huge pressure to ground Boeing aircraft. Royal Dutch Shell says it's aiming to become the largest electricity company in the world by the 2030s. And the FBI charges prominent financiers and celebrities for using cash bribes to bypass the admissions process at prominent American colleges. Then the FT's Anjali Raval explains how BP is saying one thing but doing another when it comes to cutting greenhouse gas emissions. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. This is Jim Pickard, Chief Political Correspondent in London, and we've just emerged from the House of Commons where Theresa May has been defeated comprehensively once again on her Brexit deal. The eyes to the right, 242. The nose to the left, 391. I would say the, the mood in the House of Commons is, is pretty downbeat, even among the people who have defeated the Prime Minister today, there's no great sense of jubilation because they don't know what's going to happen next. So on the one side, you have the people who voted against Theresa May because they want a second referendum, and they still have no guarantee that that's going to happen. On the other side of the ledger, you have the Eurosceptics who voted down the deal because they believe it's not a pure enough Brexit. They call it Brino, Brexit in name only. They want a much more abrupt departure from the EU. So Theresa May once again accepted the verdict of the House of Commons. And I think people felt sorry for her. Her voice was cracking. On a point of order, Mr Speaker, I profoundly regret the decision that this House has taken tonight. She's very much lost her voice and she cut a very isolated figure in the House of Commons. She said it was her duty to press ahead with votes in the next couple of days. There'll be a vote on Wednesday evening, which will be over whether... House of Commons approves or not, leaving with no deal. And we expect a very decisive vote against the idea of so-called no-deal Brexit. And then that will lead into a different vote on Thursday, which will be on extending Article 50. And that would mean a delay to Brexit of probably two or three months. But no one is particularly celebrating that potential outcome because it doesn't necessarily lead anywhere. Even if the European Union can be persuaded to grant that extension of Article 50, it doesn't mean there's enough time for Britain to come up with a new, different deal that can get through the House of Commons. So it looks like we are set for another period of uncertainty. The Federal Aviation Administration has doubled down on its decision not to ground the Boeing aircraft involved in two deadly crashes in the last five months. It's one of the few major aviation regulators to allow the plane to remain in the air. Industry experts say the situation presents an unprecedented rift among airline regulators. The FAA said on Tuesday night that other civil aviation authorities had provided no data that would merit a grounding. Southwest Airlines and American Airlines, the two U.S. carriers who fly the jet, also continue to defend it as safe. But they're coming under increasing pressure from cabin staff, with American Airlines Flight Attendants Union calling on American to ground its flights. Royal Dutch Shell is aiming to become the largest electricity company by the 2030s. In an interview with the FT, Shell executive Martin Wetzelaer said that it could develop a power business that was the same size as its oil or gas operations. 
Speaking at a Houston Energy conference, Mr. Wetzelaire said that if Shell achieved its goal for cutting its greenhouse gas emissions by 2035, the amount of clean power the company would need to be selling would make it the biggest power company in the world. He said that achieving that ambition will depend on whether Shell can secure an acceptable return on capital of 8 to 12 percent. Shell's plan is a response to an expected shift in the world's energy system to a much greater use of electricity, up from about 20 percent today to about 50 percent or more. And the FBI has alleged that some wealthy parents collectively paid tens of millions of dollars to buy spots for their children at elite American universities. The Justice Department accused 50 individuals of engaging in a scheme to bribe college entrance exam administrators and university coaches. The long list of accused include actors, Lori Loughlin and Felicity Huffman, as well as prominent financiers. Those financiers include Gordon Kaplan, co-chairman of the law firm Wilkie Farr and Gallagher, and William McGlashan, a top executive at private equity firm TPG. TPG said it was placing Mr. McGlashan on an indefinite administrative leave effective immediately as a result of the charges. The scheme was run by a college test preparation service called the Edge College and Career Network. The company used two methods to skirt the admissions process. It coached students to claim medical disabilities, allowing them extra time to take entrance tests, and then steered them to test facilities where it had bribed the staff. In some cases, the company arranged for others to take the exam in place of the students. The company also bribed university sports coaches to designate applicants as student-athletes, even if the students didn't play any organized sports. According to an FBI affidavit, parents paid approximately $25 million in bribes between 2011 and 2018. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. New documents show that BP has lobbied intensively to weaken U.S. rules on methane emissions. The FT's senior energy correspondent, Anjali Raval, explains that BP has largely been doing this behind the scenes, even though publicly, the energy company has cast itself as leading a campaign to cut greenhouse gas emissions. BP has portrayed itself as an energy major at the forefront of a global campaign across the oil and gas sector to reduce methane emissions from operations. Now, methane is obviously an extremely potent greenhouse gas And it comes at a time that the oil and gas sector, more broadly, has had to really think about its own contributions towards global warming. And so for oil and gas companies, this in lots of ways is a very easy way to tackle their own emissions and to show some accountability for climate change. What were the rules that BP tried to get changed? So the Environmental Protection Agency rule sought to prevent all forms of toxic air pollution, and this included methane emissions, and applied to facilities across the country that were newly developed or modified after 2015. Then there was a second rule from the Bureau of Land Management, and this regulation was adopted to prevent the waste of natural resources, including gas, and this is from facilities on publicly owned lands. And there was also an element of this rule about limiting unnecessary flaring. Now, BP has said that there's so much overlap between the two federal agencies, as well as between uh, federal rules and those made by states. And they said that, well, these rules also didn't account for new technologies that might arise. 
So environmental groups say that actually that argument doesn't really stand because while the two rules require adoption of similar practices and technologies, they really were intended to address separate legal obligations and also apply to different types of facilities. Trade groups that BP supports also lobbied against emissions regulations. What happened there? So since 2015, you've seen groups like the API, the American Petroleum Institute, and others such as you know the Texas Oil and Gas Association that have really said that methane should not be regulated in the way that the Obama administration has sought to do. BP, like other companies, by being a member of these groups, has indirectly also advocated for their positions, which are actually more aggressive than the ones the companies have on their own. One other point to note about BP is that they are saying that actually the rules that the federal government should be creating uh, should complement voluntary efforts. But what environmental groups are also saying is that even if BP curbed its own methane emissions, it is supporting a regulatory environment that is actually helping the worst polluters out there. And what does BP say about all of this now? So they commented quite extensively, and we've tried to include a lot of these comments in our story, but obviously it was a you know, they sent me 15 sentences and I couldn't include all of it in the story. But they acknowledge that, yes, you know, we did try to repeal the BLM rule. And they've said that they've obviously advocated for a change in how the EPA also regulates a methane. So it's essentially acknowledging the story, but they've got a different interpretation about why they've done it. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we're following UK Chancellor Philip Hammond's spring statement. He's expected to outline a multi-billion pound annual improvement in the public finances. We'll also have an eye on DC, where US President Donald Trump's former campaign chair, Paul Manafort, is expected to receive a sentence on charges of conspiracy. Those charges come from undeclared foreign lobbying work he did for Ukrainian politicians. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.